Episode 38, Every Nair Podcast. I'm your host, Nami Nair. Back with another episode. Uh, a little hiatus, a little hiatus, but uh, things was, we was working on things, man. Working, school, senior year, school, it's a lot, it's a lot going on, man. Uh, but we're here, we're here, and uh, first and foremost, we gotta start with some, some sad news. Um, I wanna say rest in peace to Donovan Lynch, uh, Virginia Beach native. He was, let me read this tweet so I don't. Uh, say anything that didn't actually occur. I want to get all the facts straight. Um, <clears throat> my condolences to his family, anybody that knew him, all his friends. Condolences to Donovan Lynch's family, friends, everybody. Um, Donovan was killed by Virginia Beach police at the oceanfront for being near a mass shooting that he had nothing to do with. Um, first of all, a mass shooting, again, why that's so common in today's society, I don't know, but. Uh, you hate to see it, especially uh, Virginia Beach. Me being in Virginia, being in Richmond, uh, same state. I know a lot of people from Virginia Beach. Uh, so a lot of people who probably personally knew him, I probably know who go to VCU. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, police. And then on top of that, a police killing another unarmed black man who had nothing to do with the mass shooting going on down there. Uh, you just hate to see, you hate to see it. And I just want to say, Mike, from, from me, Everything in podcast, not in there. Uh, my condolences to him. Anybody who knew him, uh, praying for y'all. Uh, you just hate to see stuff like this happen, especially to our black people, especially our black men, our black kings. You know what I'm saying? I uh, also want to give my condolences to anybody affected from the Atlanta shootings from a few weeks ago. Uh, Stop Asian hate. Um, people, the Asian community in Atlanta was being targeted by these shooters down there in Atlanta, and I uh, just wanna say my condolences for them. Stop Asian hate, we don't, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't support anything. Discriminatory was towards a group of people, man. We do not support that, and I just wanna say that first and foremost here on the show. And then the final thing I wanna say is uh, my condolences and rest in peace to those impacted by the Colorado shootings as well, more mass shootings. Like I said, I don't know why this is becoming such a normal thing and the fact that we're kind of desensitized to it at this point i don't know if it's because of shows we watch the games we play or just the fact that these events happen more frequently than ever or simply social media we see them more than ever you feel me this, this could have been happening a long time ago we just now we see everything because of social media so my condolences rest in peace to everybody that i just mentioned rest in peace my condolences uh praying for y'all praying for your family your friends everybody who knew you Now, let's get into these sports. The NBA trade deadline was last week, uh, Thursday, I wanna say, 3 p.m. And uh, the Magic, you know, the Magic made the playoffs last year, eight seed. Um, you know, the Magic, I mean, they were a decent team. They had an all-star, Nikola Vucevic. He is now gone. He is, uh, shout out to my good brother, Cam. Excuse me, he is now a Chicago Bull. He's going to Chicago to team up with another all-star, Zach Levine. Let me get let me get the conversation right. 
Vucevic is going to uh, Chicago, him and Alfred Camino. Uh, for Otto Porter, who is one of the draft busts we do not talk about. It's a lot of draft busts we don't talk about here. You know, he's third pick overall for the Wizards. He is not nearly a third overall pick quality player. Uh, Wendell Carter, good young center, going to Orlando, and then two first round picks. I like that, I like that tandem. Uh, you got Zach Levine, who I think is averaging like 28, 29, damn near 30 points a game, all-star. Uh, certified bucket getter, you know what I'm saying? Then you add Vucevic, a big man who's dominant in the paint. I'm talking like, I'm pretty sure he's averaging like 23 and 11, like 20 and 10 a night to go with a damn near 30 point score on the wing. Then you got Kobe White, good young point guard, you know what I'm saying? Still got Lloyd Market in the spread the floor to let Vucevic work in the paint, you know what I'm saying? This, that's a nice little squad over there. I'm surprised, I was surprised that the Bulls kind of went to make the team better rather than trade Zach, get pieces for him, you know what I'm saying? And just keep the rebuilding process going. But no, they're, they're trying to make this playoff push. I think they're like ninth right now. So they would have a play-in game, man. I don't know if I want to see the Bulls in a play-in game from one of them bottom seeds, like the Knicks, like the uh, the Hornets are down there, some uh, the Celtics are down there. Just a, hey, Celtics, y'all better get it together. Cause I don't know, y'all too small to stop Vucevic. And Zach, Zach gonna get his regardless. Even if Jalen Brown's on him, Zach is gonna get his, you know what I'm saying? So, the Bulls might be a little dangerous playing. Uh, I don't think they could beat Philly or Brooklyn, whoever finishes first, but I think they might be able to get a game off of them. Just with pure, you got two all-stars. You might be able to get two games off of uh, off of Philly. Uh, Brooklyn got too much right now. We, we gonna get into that. Brooklyn got too much right now though. Then we have somebody else from the Magic going, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, good young player. Uh, Got robbed from the dunk contest a few times. Uh, but no, he's not an all-star yet, but he's definitely a quality starting uh, power forward right now. He's going to the Nuggets, which is a good a good trade for the Nuggets because first and foremost, they lost Jeremy Grant last year, who really was that athletic guy who got them buckets like Aaron Gordon can do, you know what I'm saying? So Aaron Gordon's going to Denver for, let's see, Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, first round pick, and give me a second. And Gary Clark is also in that trade. And a 2025 first round pick. I like this, I like this move. So now, if we're looking at their possible starting lineup, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. in there, you know what I'm saying? Throw Aaron Gordon in there. Of course you got the Joker at center. And then you can probably mix and match who's that second guard in there, whoever they really want, you know what I'm saying? Uh, trying to think who's over there for them. Uh, got rid of Gary Harris, he's not there no more. Monte Morris, I think he's still over there. You could do, do two guard combo. Maybe let Jamal play a little more off ball. Um, but yeah, we still got Paul Millsap. You can throw him in there and move Aaron Gordon up. Play a little big, you know what I'm saying? Oof, Jamal, Michael Porter Jr. to two. He's 6'10 to two. Woo! And they could, my bro, he's like, yeah, he's 6'10, but Michael Porter Jr. is, he plays like a guard, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Aaron Gordon, he's like 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, he plays like a guard as well. Like, he's a super athletic. He shoots the three way better now. Um, he just have Jokic facilitating that whole thing. That's a, hey man, listen. The Lakers gotta get healthy, bro. Cause the West, the West is up for grabs. The Lakers are not healthy. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Then we have JaVale McGee also. He's leaving Cleveland uh, to go over there to Denver as well. 
Jamal's just been a good role player ever since he left uh, the Wizards. At Wizards, he was a knucklehead, he was goofy. Then he went to the Wizards, got his career, went to the Warriors, excuse me, got his career straightened out. And now he's just been bouncing from contender to contender, you know? He went from Golden State to the Lakers. Now he went to Cleveland, which is, yeah, I'm sorry for you to go from two championship teams to Cleveland. But now you're back on a contender with the Nuggets. And his rim protection, his athleticism in that position, uh, just to spell Jokic when he needs it, is going to be vital for them. Uh, Norman Powell is being traded to Portland for Gary Trent and Rodney Hood. Uh, personally, I like Gary Trent Jr. Uh, I like his, first of all, I like his, his attitude. If you see him in the bubble, like he's really grimy, like he's gonna talk that talk, he's gonna get up in your face, he's gonna play defense, he's gonna hit them threes. Three and, he's, a, he's a small three and D player, but he's three and D. But he's also like a guard. You know what I'm saying? He's three and D, but he's small enough to still handle the rock and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? So I like Gary Trent. Um, I think he, I thought he played good over there with Portland once they finally started playing him. But uh, now he's off to Toronto, and Norman Powell is coming to the Blazers. Uh, I've seen a lot of people kind of like this trade because Norman Powell just went off for like 40, like a week ago or so. Um, he's also a good three-point shooter, good three and D as always. So, see, I like me see that McCollum is finally back for the Blazers. Dame's being Dame. Um, so yeah, we should see the Blazers. Are, they should they should move up these standings. Slowly but surely, as they get healthy, that's the thing with the Blazers. They seem to always not be healthy when when they need to be. So we'll see what they are this season. We also have Victor Oladipo going to the Heat. He was traded from the Rockets to the Heat for Avery Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, and a 2022 pick swap. Now, before I get into what I think this would do for the Heat, let's just break down the James Harden trade. Um, the Rockets decided to trade James Harden to the Nets, right? And instead of getting Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, a ton of picks, they, Karis LeVert went to the Pacers, Jared Allen went to the Cavs, Oladipo came to the Rockets. So now you trade Oladipo for Kelly Olenek and Avery Bradley. So, and mind you, it wasn't a lot of picks involved in that James Harden trade. Like, yeah, there were some that I'm not acknowledging, but it wasn't that many. Like, we, when Paul Jordan got traded from OKC, we have to acknowledge those picks. It was like six, like it was a lot of picks. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't a lot of picks involved here. So you traded Oladipo for Avery Bradley and Kelly Olenek. So for James Harden, a top five player in the NBA right now, you see what he's doing. He's in MVP discussions every year. He's even on a new big three where he is the second best player. When they're fully healthy, he's the second best player on that team. He is still in MVP discussions because he's that good. He's playing a different role. He's facilitating more and he's still top five MVP caliber player. And you got Avery Bradley, who first and foremost, doesn't want to be there. And Kelly Olenek in a 2022 pick swap, along with whatever phony picks you got from the first time you traded James Harden. Like, what? That is, like, I don't think this is going to be talked about now, but a few years from now, we're going to look back, and let's say the Nets win a ring, whatever, we're going to look back and be like, dang, who did Houston, well, well Houston is in the bottom seller. The seller, the seller of the NBA, we're going we're gonna to be like, wow, who did they get for James Harden? Because he wanted to win a ring with the Nets. Oh, well, they got Victor Oladipo. Well, actually, no, no, they got rid of him, too. They got Avery Bradley and Kelly O'Lennon. They any picks? No, not really. What? 
No mind, they were just on a 20 game losing streak. 20 games. And it was quiet, like nobody mentioned it. Like it would pop up on Twitter every once in a while. I would see it because I follow like Houston people and stuff like that, but like, it was barely mentioned. And they lost 20 straight after Christian Wood got hurt. Christian Wood was the reason you lost 20 straight games? Are you serious? But um, for the Heat, I like that. I like that a lot. So now you can, down the stretch, whoever whoever you want to take out, you know what I'm saying, either Duncan or, well, I don't know, they love Tyler Hero. Like, they won't trade him for nothing. You know what I'm saying? But you can have a final lineup of what, Vic, Bam, Jimmy, Hero, uh, Maybe Iggy. Iggy's always been, you know, a crunch time performer. Or you can still do Duncan, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, I'm missing somebody over there. Dragic, you can go with Dragic. Uh, you got Trevor Reeves out there. That's a good defender out there, too. Like, But my thing is, like, Duncan Robinson, who we know is a defensive liability. Tyler Hero, who we know, defensive liability. Now you got another guard, Victor Oladipo. He can score. He can defend. He can do both, you know what I'm saying? Put him in. When, they, when people try to attack him in a pick and roll over and over and over again, bring in Vic. You might still get cooked by the best teams with Vic out there, but he's better than Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero in those situations, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, JJ Redick is going to the Mavs uh, in a trade from the Pelicans. Uh, I like that trade a lot. I think that surrounding Luka with as many shooters as possible is just, a, you know, you always got to surround your best player with shooters. So now you got JJ out there, you got Porzingis out there. Uh, who else they got? See, the math problem is still defense, though. JJ is not going to solve that defensive problem. Um, but yeah, I mean, surround Luka with shooters. Uh, maybe get some easy buckets for JJ just in transition. Down screen, come off, shoot a three. Hey, man. JJ is a good piece. Anywhere, he, anywhere he's been, he's been a good piece to that team. Uh, now, this trade, I didn't really think was a good one. This is the first trade, I think was really a good one. Uh, Rondo and Lou Will got traded for each other, essentially. Lou Will is going back to Atlanta where, huh, let me put Lou, Magic City? Come on, man. Especially if the Hawks don't make the playoffs. Right now, they're like fourth, which shocked me because we were talking crazy about the Hawks. Like, they, their coach got fired. Lord Pierce got fired. Um, people, like, they added all them off-season acquisitions. People was like, why aren't they better? They still got Trey Young, who... I think should have been an all-star. They didn't trade John Collins, still got him. Added Capella, added Gallinari. Uh, like, yeah, so we was wondering why the Hawks weren't kind of rising up the Eastern Conference ladder. But here they are now, fourth, last time I checked, uh, should I say. And you trade Ronda for Lou Will, another bucket getter. So I like that for the Hawks. But for the, for the Clippers, I understand point guard was a need. But I don't think giving up Lou Will to get that point guard was what you should have done. Because now, who is that bench guy? Like, I think I think Lou Will is having a little bit of a down year. But then again, like, who is your new bench guy? Like, is it Luke Kennard? Like, do you trust Luke Kennard to fill that role of your sixth man? Um, I don't know. I would have to see it first, personally. But, like, now you have Rondo and Pat Bev, who are both. Well, Rondo's a way better playmaker, but a bad shooter. Pat Bev, great defender, bad shooter. So you have two bad shooting point guards. Um, and I don't know, like, probably the Clippers personally, like, Lonzo was available. I would have made sure I got Lonzo. 
Like, I know the Pelicans eventually didn't give him up for nobody, but I think Lonzo would have fit perfectly. Because now you move, you move Pat Beth to the bench. To run the, to run, like, I mean, run the show as he can, as Pat Bev, uh, with Lil Wills off that bench, Lil Kennard off that bench, you know what I'm saying? Now you got Lonzo, straps, PG, straps. I know he began cooked by some of the better, <clears throat> he began cooked by some of the better players, but he's still a 6'9", small forward, long arm, slides his feet, straps, Kawhi, straps, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you got Nick Batum, who y'all like, he be strapping. Like, that's a, that's a crazy defensive lineup. We know Lonzo is just, oh, uh, pass the ball. Throw it ahead, throw it ahead, and he's shooting way better. You know, they, I've been with Lonzo. I understand he's not living up to his number two pick, but he's still a six, seven point guard that plays great defense. He's shooting way better. He, his best qualities are defense and passing. And now he can shoot, and he's six, seven. Like, he's a big guard. Like, that's a perfect starting point guard. And like, he's quiet. He ain't got no, like, Lonzo is quiet. Like, yeah, all the hype coming in, yeah, because it's Pops. But now he's just chilling. Like, even LaMelo was cooking, and you don't hear LeVar, like, at all. So, like, yeah, man, I would have went to go get Lonzo any means necessary if I was the Clippers, to be honest with you. Let's see. Now, the Nets. I think since last time I recorded a podcast episode, they added two players. Uh, first, they added LaMarcus Aldridge via the buyout market. Spurs bought him out. Um, they've always had like a rocky relationship ever since he's been there. It's just, I don't know what it is. Um, but yeah, he finally got bought out down there in San Antonio. And we thought he was going to the Heat. Uh, I, feel like I, saw, I feel like I saw pictures of him, like Photoshop in the Heat. I think even like Sports Center or NBA TV say he's trying to end up on the Heat. And no, he's going to Brooklyn, which first and foremost, I like because the weakness of the Nets is bigs. And what they've been doing with players getting bought out is just filling bench depth. And not with just simple, like, DeAndre Jordan point twos, where all they can do is set screens, you got throw them lobs, no. If you need a break, you can give LA a post-touch. Um, if you pick and pop with LA, he's gonna hit that mid-range, you know what I'm saying? He might even hit that three, you know what I'm saying? So, and he's also a better option if you need to go big then Jeff Green, who you who is your small ball big, and now it could be Lamarcus Aldridge, or or it could be somebody else. You, who else? Somebody else you got in a bio market, Blake Griffin, who they got a few weeks ago from Detroit as well. Um, see me person, me and Blake have a, uh, a rocky relationship here. You know, I'm a CP guy till I die, and um, Blake just didn't do it for me while we was in LA, man. He didn't do it for me while we was in LA, but it's okay, Blake. I ain't gonna hold it against you. <clears throat> to be honest, I ain't gonna hold it against you no more. It's just, it seemed like every time I needed you, Blake, you was hurt. Ah, uh, yeah, man. Or you just didn't, you didn't do what I need you to do in the moments I need you to do it. You know what I'm saying? That, that's just me. That's just me. But uh, I don't wish nothing on Blake Griffin, but I feel like he probably, he might be, he might be hurt by the time the playoffs come, because that just seems to happen to him. That just seems to happen. I mean, hey. But uh, I like Blake if he's healthy for them. I probably like him better if they're small ball five. So that you can run Kyrie, James. Uh, you might be able to move Jeff Green up to the three. Yeah. His regular position. Yeah, or you could do Joe Harris. I forgot Joe Harris. Yeah, probably Joe Harris. Better shooter. KD at the fall when he comes back. I need, I need seven back. I was so excited for NBA basketball just to watch KD, and now this guy, hamstring, man. 
Sheesh. Um, and then Blake. Blake, decent passer. We know he can facilitate. Uh, he's dunking again. <laughs> uh, decent mid-range shooter. Always has been. So like, Blake is more versatile at the five than DeAndre. And uh, Blake and DeAndre are back together. I mean, they're not going to be the same. You know, Lob City is not the same, but back together they are nonetheless, nonetheless. Let's see. And then my final basketball update, final basketball acquisition, Andre Drummond got bought out by the Pistons too. I think I saw a tweet, like anybody who Stan Van Gundy got while he was there, pretty much not there. Anybody he signed or re-signed or drafted, pretty much not there anymore. Uh, he's not really a good coach, to be honest with you. That's why I'm surprised the Pelicans hired him when they did last year, but nonetheless, uh, Drummond got bought out by, not the Pistons, I'm sorry, wow. But no, that fact about the Pistons is still factual. Drummond got bought out by the Cavs, sorry, sorry. Uh, they pretty much shipped off all their centers. They had a surplus of centers, although they still kept Kevin Love. Sheesh, that boy has been trapped in Cleveland collecting that max contract since LeBron left. That's crazy. But um, Drummond is going to LA, play with the Lakers, play with Bron Bron, play with AD. Uh, I like that. The rebounding, they, did, they needed that, they needed that. Cause we thought in the off season when they replaced Dwight and JaVale with Marcus Saul, more versatile. We thought uh, better shooter. We thought still good on defense. We thought, and he's been none of those. So now you bring in Drummond who, not the shooter, but can still play the role of JaVale Dwight, you know, rebounding, crash hard, athletic, hustle, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I think you might see a better drummer, you know what I'm saying? His, this is his first time on like a real winner. He was in Detroit, awful. He's in Cleveland, awful. Now he's a winner. He's with Braun, he's with AD. He might see an improved drummer. I mean, he's already averaging like 18 and 13 a game, but you might see an improved drumming next to Braun, you know what I'm saying? More easy buckets too. Especially when AD come back, you gotta post up AD. Drumming might just be there for the easy dump off, dunk it, you know what I'm saying? Easy stuff like that, easy basketball. So I like to pick up and definitely need, they need it because it's an arms race. Brooklyn got about five, six people right now. Well, more really, because Joe Harris is a bucket. Jeff Green can do something. Bruce Brown's playing good, so. The Nets got got some people, but the Lakers, I still like their depth. Um, and I think, I can't give you a finals pick right now, but Lakers and Nets will be there. But what will happen when they get there, I can't tell you that yet. I can't tell you that now. Now, football. Uh, you thought the offseason was over in the NFL? You know, I done, I done did some videos on some, some offseason moves for some teams, you know. I could have made more, but you know, the, as free agency like gets further for, from the star free agency getting further and further away, the less big names get signed, the less that need to be talked about, you know what I'm saying? But it's almost about that time for draft time. It's almost that time we're less than a month away for the NFL draft. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, listen. The Dolphins had the third pick from their Laramie Tunsil trade with the Texans, right? Third pick, they traded back the Niners Traded up. Now, first of all, we know that 49ers, we didn't know if they wanted Garoppolo or didn't want Garoppolo. But it looks like they from moving up from 12 to number three. A lot of people are thinking they're going quarterback. To get to get the third pick, they traded 
a uh, let's see, let's see, the 2021 third round pick, a first round pick next year, and a first round pick 2023. So two first and a third to move up nine spots to uh, get a quarterback. We presume possibly a quarterback that will get selected back up GBG in his final year of as the Niners quarterback, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so it's either going to be, we think Trevor Lawrence is going number one. Zach Wilson, uh, BYU quarterback, had a great pro day. And, you know, these scouts love a pro day. They love a combine. Do they love on-field production or do they really care? Who knows? But they love a pro day. They love a combine. So he's probably going to go two to the Jets uh, for Sam and take Sam Donald's spot or sit behind Sam Donald. Darnold, sorry, in his final contract year as well. And then three, Niners, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Justin Fields. Apparently, Mac Jones is the hot commodity right now. Uh, he ran a similar system, uh, offensive system that Shanahan runs in the NFL. Personally, I haven't really watched film anybody. Only player I've really seen play firsthand was Lawrence and Fields because they played each other twice at the college football playoffs. So I can't really tell you who I would pick. I might be able to tell you next week. I'll dig into some film, do some research, maybe tell you. Uh, I don't know. I, well, I did see Mac Jones play. I would not take Mac Jones number three, personally. I just don't think, I don't trust Alabama quarterbacks. I, I don't. Like, it's the same thing with Tua. You were, Tua's were throwing to Ruggs. He was throwing to Judy. He was throwing to Devonta Smith. He was throwing to Waddle last year. And then the next year in Miami, when it's just Devontae Parker and Mike Kosecki, yeah, we got to bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick to save you. So now Mac Jones, you got Devonta Smith, who went to another level, won the Heisman. Jalen Waddle, I know he got hurt, but and we know, we know the backup for Jalen Waddle is still a five-star recruit because it's Alabama. Like, what Like what are we talking about? Najee Harris in the backfield, best running back in the country. First, The first running back that will be selected will be Najee Harris. Mac Jones, your job. A star-studded O-line, I'm sure. I don't, like, we know this, man. Um, so, Mac Jones, you got to show me what you can do with not all studded firepower offense surrounding you. And Steve Sarkeesian, who was a prior head coach today in the um in college at USC of all places call it place for you like come on so yeah but then the Dolphins were done making moves they traded from 12 to 6 took the Eagles spot giving up just one first round pick next year uh, and along with a pick swap this year um surprised the Eagles traded back this probably means they are confident in Jalen Hurts at least for the season even though they got Joe Flacco, who does not have the same QB style, and you tend to like to get, you tend to get backups that have the same QB style as your QB because you don't want to completely change the offense for a backup QB. But I mean, do we really know what the Eagles are doing in the front office right now? Probably not. So, and they also traded back, so they probably won't be able to get a QB. And they probably won't be able to get Kyle Pitts and probably the best receiver on the board and Jamar Chase. They will probably be gone by 12 as well. So, I mean, I'm not mad at them getting Devonta Smith. I like him. I know it's a lot about his frame and stuff, but you can't teach separation. Like, you know who else was skinny? Chad Ochocinco. His separation was ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? So, 
I'm big on route running. I'm not big on speed. I'm not big on none of that. I'm big on route running. Can you, if like, okay, he's skinny. Okay, what corners are really that big and just in your face? Like Jalen Ramsey, yes, but he's a rare rarity. Like he's a rare guy to do that. You know what I'm saying? Even like Stephon Gilmore, top corner. He's not that. He's not. He's not that big. Jair Alexander. He's not that big. You know what I'm saying? So, I think the. Eagles will probably go receiver at 12, whoever falls to them, whichever one of the top three falls to them, they'll probably take. Uh, but at six, the Dolphins moving up. I think they might go offense as well. I think they're gonna go either Chase or Pitts, depending who's there, because, okay, you're committing to two and now, because at number six, you're not gonna get probably the top three court, like Lawrence, Wilson, and whoever the Niners take will be gone. And then Atlanta could take a quarterback. Um, Cincy, Cincy won't, but somebody could trade up, you know what I'm saying, with Atlanta or Cincy and take, let's say, let's say, let's say the Niners take Trey, uh, take Mac Jones, right? And somebody loves Trey Lance. Okay, Atlanta, uh, we want Trey Lance. You know what I'm saying? Or Atlanta takes Trey Lance, then somebody likes Justin Fields. Like, it's a lot that could happen in the draft. So, at six, I think Pitts or uh, Chase will be there. And I think I would take, I don't know, either or, man. You could have a two tight end set with Pitts and, uh, oh, they just signed Will Fuller, too. Yeah, I would take Pitts. Pitts, Gusecki, Fuller, Parker. I forgot who that running back is back there, but two of, you can't get it done with that. I got you two of everything. Like, I don't know what to tell you, bro. I don't know what to tell you. You can't do it with that, Tua. Maybe a uh, starting quarterback in the NFL. It's not meant for you, my friend. Now, let's get into this tournament. March Madness. I have an empty bracket here. I'm supposed to fill this out, but uh, I kind of forgot to. So I'm just going to kind of go through this and try to see top of the dome who won most of these games. I know that the Final Four is almost set about this time. Uh, Houston is already in the Final Four, uh, which is to my surprise, because they barely got to the Sweet 16, if I'm being honest with you, you know what I'm saying? And so, who else? Ah, I need Arkansas to win. Listen, listen, let me tell you something, let me tell you something. Uh, FanDuel is legal in Virginia, right? Sports betting, right? And I didn't really touch it until the tournament. You gave me a $300, I've been betting with that this whole time. Have not inputted any of my funds. And it's uh, it's a fun sports betting is fun. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's a it's a fun thing that I can see how you get addicted to it, but it's really fun. So I've been kind of just picking upsets. Uh, Oral Roberts got to Sweet 16, did me right. That second win versus uh, Florida had the super boost down, did me right. You feel me? Appreciate you, Oral Roberts. Appreciate you. I got Michigan to the Final Four. That was one of my first bets on FanDuel. I should have put more money on it. I should have been more confident. You know, it was like good odds too. I should have been more confident. But uh, I need them to win tomorrow. Uh, I had Alabama too, but how Alabama lost to UCLA yesterday is sickening. Absolute, oh wow. I'm silly. Alabama and Michigan are in the same bracket. So if Alabama would have won, one of them would have not have made it. And I would have not have known that. See, that's how you know I just pick purely on the pluses and who's the underdog. 
eventually I'm gonna start doing research and um, shout out my dog Steven. He is a uh, parlay genius when it comes to the NBA. I had a, uh, what was it, five team parlay the other day? Messing around with him? Just simply, hey bro, this will be betting. This was gonna be. Boom, went straight, like I literally cast that at four because it was more money than the five. Like, this guy Steven is a genius. Shout out to Steven, man. Uh, but uh, let's see. Bale and Arkansas are playing right now. I got Arkansas, a part of my parlay, along with Michigan and Gonzaga. Of course, those are the favorites, but Arkansas is the underdog right now, so it would hit for some good money. But I think if Baylor gets there, Gonzaga's gonna probably beat USC tomorrow, and I think Michigan's gonna win it all, so. Michigan and that'd be a good Final Four, man. Uh, Baylor, Houston, Gonzaga, Michigan. Whew, that's, that's a good Final Four. Baylor got some athletes, some athletes. Gonzaga's undefeated. Michigan, Juwan Howard over there coaching, doing a thing. And Houston, I will say, although I didn't think they should have made it to the Sweet 16, like they barely made it because that put back, like layup, they pretty much dominated in these last two games to get to the Final Four. So shout out to Houston for that. Um, VCU got robbed of not even playing a March Madness game because we got we had COVID. The only team that got COVID in the whole NCAA tournament, every, all them teams, 68 teams in Indianapolis, VCU got it. Are you serious? It's uh, some ref, I think they said it was his fault why we didn't. I wanted to see Bones Highland on the big stage, man. I wanted to see it, and it hurts me. It hurts me because he's going to be league-bound. He's probably going to leave now, uh, and he has not played one NCAA tournament game, and he's going to go to the league, and we'll never see it. We'll never see him don the black and gold in a big-time game. It hurts. It hurts a lot. But um, shout-out my guy, uh, Julian, Julian Adams. He was on Drexel. They played uh, Illinois' first round. They got shellacked. Uh, they were 16 seed versus one seed, but my guy was on the floor, feel me, strapping up. Yeah, he tried to, hey, my boy Julian really tried to smack a shot out this uh, big man on Illinois. This, uh, this big man on Illinois tried to go, and Julian really jumped on his back, tried to send it. Listen, if he would've, we would've went crazy. We would've went crazy, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. We here, man, we back. Songs of the day. Now listen, I'm gonna listen to a lot of music since I've been gone, man. During my hiatus, I listened to a lot of music. Uh, I made a whole new playlist, made a vibrations playlist. Basically, for me, when you feeling good, you know, for me, having a good day, just you wanna catch a vibe for me. Kinda just wanna like float, man. I don't, I don't know how to describe it, it's just, just all the, the, the songs that's gonna make you groove, make you dance, you just can't stop moving. Them type songs is on that playlist, you feel me? So, uh, I don't, I guess I can put the link in the description if you want to peep it, but I highly recommend No Cap, No Cap. Now, some new music that came out Young Dolph, Key Glock, Dumber and Dumber 2. Listen, I uh, went home to Baltimore, so I've been going back and forth from Richmond to Baltimore. Boy, listen, them car speakers, when that Memphis beat come on. Different, different album is hard. I think it's better than the first one. I think it's better than their first collab album. I gotta go back and listen to that one. But I think that uh, Dumber Dumber 2 is better than Dumber and Dumber, the original. Uh, shout out to Golf. Shout out to uh, Glock. Shout out to uh, Young Dolph. 
Memphis legend, man, indeed. Uh, we got Rod Wave. Now listen, Rod Wave gave us the best album last year. I'm stating that. Uh, I forgot what that album's called, but listen. Ribbon in the Sky, come on, man, come on. Greatest, come on, man, come on, man. Just Rags to Riches. Do I need to say more? Like, that album is, my favorite album of 2020 was, uh, I wonder if it's called Hard to Love. Some hard, let me just do some research, stop being lazy. Uh, Rod Wave. Pray for Love. Yeah, Pray for Love. Best album of 2020, in my personal opinion. This person, Dark Cloud was on there. Yeah, it's just craziness. Um, but it gives a new album. This one is called Soulfly. Um, so far, so good, I like it. Uh, I don't think it compares to the last one, but that might just because I really like that one. Gotta give this one some time, you know what I'm saying? Catch up to that level, but um, I like so, so far, he's still, you know, he's still singing on them beats. He giving us a lot of like introduction music uh, with like the song in between and a lot of out, outro like just like harmonies, like talking, like, I mean, I get it right away, but like also like, I'm trying to hear these bars. I'm trying to hear the, hear the pain in the music. You harmonizing the pain, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't trying to hear all this background singing, this girl talking on the voicemail, even though it's hard. And you came back in and started singing again, but I don't know, man. I can't complain right away. Uh, let's see what else I like. Victoria Monet. Now listen, this is a queen that I've heard about for a long time in R&B. I just never tapped in. And I finally tapped in uh, her album, Jaguar. Fire. That A lot of that is in that vibration playlist. If you, it's for me, if I'm trying to give you like some insight into what's in that playlist, some Wiz Kids in there, some uh, Victoria Monet's in there, uh, who else in there, like Good Days, like that type of vibe is in there. You know what I'm saying? That. Yeah, that's the vibe. It's in that playlist. But um, her album, Jaguar, is fire. Uh, the song Ask Like That is fire. I ain't gonna lie to you. It, it's fire. Benny the Butcher, How I Met the Plugs 2. The Butcher, come, come on, man. Griselda. Uh, I like the album. I don't think, I don't think it's better than his last album. Uh, but again, I might just live with it longer. Uh, What's the one song I like on there a lot? Uh, give me one second. Live by it. He's really talking. You gotta, you gotta walk how you talking. And he was basically saying that song. Shout out to Benny the Butcher, man. Shout out to Griselda. Um, and Conway. He dropped some music with, um, oh, who did Conway drop music with? Goodness gracious. My memory is terrible. She haven't noticed. Conway the Machine, I cannot find him. Conway and the Machine, wow, I can't find it. He dropped the album with a collab album with somebody, bro, but I can't even, I can't even find it. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta find this. It's just gonna hurt me if I don't. Yeah, with Big Ghost LT, uh, what is this called, what is it called? If, if it bleeds, it can be killed. Conway the Machine, Big Ghost, LTD. Uh, I think my favorite song on here is Forever Ago. Fire, go check that out. Conway, the best member of Griselda. Uh, let's see, Headshot. 
It's a single with Lil TJ, Polo G, and uh, Fabio Foreign. It's a banger, I ain't gonna lie to you. That beat is crazy. All three of them blend well. I was surprised by that, because uh, they're kind of all different styles. Polo G kind of talks to you, you know what I'm saying? He also can give you bangers, like go stupid, but he usually talks to you, Fabio Foreign, you know, that's that drill, that woo, woo, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then you have um, Lil TJ, who kind of singing into you, you know, his little voice, little melodies to be giving you. Um, but they mesh well. Banger. Check that out. Uh, All To Me by Givian. <sighs> Wait. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a banger. That's a banger. He don't miss. He he, he don't miss. Uh, I was talking to, um, talked to my girl Lauren the other day. I was saying that, like, yeah, Drake put him on, but like the fact that like, by the time he got put on, like when you went to his catalog, he already had the first mixtape, which was like Heartbreak Anniversary, like Like I Want You. Like, okay, I like what you did on Chicago Freestyle. Let me see what you about. Oh, these are, like your regular songs are crazy. And I feel like sometimes like people get put on, but like they gotta like make the single after they get put on. No, 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 he already had the catalog. And like, if you realize like he got put on, we got hip to that stuff. Then he put out like, what, four more songs, like Stuck On You and all that? Like he put that out and now he's just chilling. Like he has like 10 songs. Like I mean, I'm sure he probably has more that like I might have not found cause I'm not hip, but you know how people be saying I'm not, but yeah. Um, man, he has like 10 songs, a few features. Speaking of giving features, Peaches, Justin Bieber. I got my peaches out in Georgia. And I got my way from California. Hey, hey, that's my song of the day. That's a banger. Hey, I feel like as soon as I hear it, I feel like I'm at the beach, man. Just kick back. Cooling at the beach, you feel me? Um, no, that's it. That's it. I listened to the whole album, actually, just based on that song. Now, the whole album was a little too... Uh, a little too martialist, you know, a little too raw. It's a little too coals for me. I don't know, a little too just store-like. I can't, I need some substance in my music. I can't just be happy-go-lucky to it. Like, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't, JB. But you got some songs, they got songs with Burner Boy on there, that's good. Um, Peaches is good. You got some good songs in there. I, I can't, I can't hate on you, Justin. You did that, you did that. And then, of course, my ultimate song of the day today is, um, Lemon Pepper Freestyle, Aubrey Drake Graham, featuring the biggest Rick Ross. Let me get a Lemon Pepper order, please. Yeah, man, I think that's my favorite song out right now. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. It was good days for a while, but every time I cut the song on here, trying, 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 trying. yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. It's just such the vibe, it's getting a good mood. Uh, I think I almost got all of Ross's verse down by this point. Uh, Drake's verse is a little long, so I don't really have all that down, but in the captions, every time I listen to it, I get a new caption from it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, ooh, or Once in Needs might be my favorite song out right now. One of my favorite songs is on that Drake EP, because Once in Need, little baby go crazy. Sins, I got sins on my mind, am I it? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Drake's a demon. I can't wait for the album. But, yo, you know, Scary Hours 3 is my song of the day, man. Just all of Scary Hours 2. Sorry, Scary Hours 2. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now, questions of the day. We don't got many. We're not going to get into too much. 
Quavo and Sweetie. Now, I believe they broke up. They broke up during my hiatus. And um, why they broke up, uh, Sweetie basically tweeted um, something along the lines of like the love isn't real when it's given to somebody else. Basically saying Quavo cheated. Now, personally, let me give you my personal opinion first. I would say personally, I would not fumble a bag. Oh man, it's a little late. It's late on the Monday, sorry. Um, I've been driving today a lot. I personally would not have fumbled a bag. That is, sweetie. She is one of the baddest women out there right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, she seemed like she got a little weird quality, like the food she eat. Um, seen this interview she uh, had today. She was saying some wild stuff about men, how men want to be treated and stuff like that. But nonetheless, um, like if, if me and Sweetie don't work out, it won't be because I cheated, if you know what I'm saying. So Quavo, I don't know why you would cheat on Sweetie. I don't know who you would cheat on Sweetie with. Like who you do you see as badder than Sweetie right now? You know what I'm saying? But um. Young brother's just fumbling bags. I don't. I hate to see it. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe Quavo is happy. You never know. Uh, maybe this will give us better music on Culture Three, because that's all I'm waiting for. Goodness gracious, Migos. You know, we had a trend every January, beginning of winter. Culture came out. Culture One came out in the winter. Culture Two came out in the winter. Where is Culture Three? What are we? What are we doing? I need it. I need it ASAP. But like I said, I don't really care about celebrity relationships like everybody else. It is what it is, man. Um, I would have cheated on, on Sweetie, but to each his own, okay? At the end of the day, to each his own. Uh, I wish them the best in their endeavors. Um, I think, I wanna say Sweetie said something like that to him. Uh, Take care, is what she said? Yeah. Cause he quickly responded, I can't believe you would do this, something like that. I don't, bro, I don't pay attention to them that much. She said, take care. Uh, you never know, bro. They end up back together for all we know. You never know. Now, this one. If you've seen on Twitter, the, uh, it went viral. It was like the tower, like Patron bottle, mark, Patron bottle, they were inside like margaritas. Well, that was in this restaurant called Chilangos in Baltimore, Fells Point. Uh, I had the pleasure of going home this weekend, so you know I had to tap in, see what they was talking about. And um, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, they for real, for real, they hit. Like, I think me and my man's Nia went, I, it was four of them, it's four on the tower, right? It's 40 bucks, right? I'm giving you all the details. Um, she got two, I got two. We both had one mango. I had the blueberry, she had the strawberry. The mango is the strongest, right? It go crazy, right? Um, walked out, walked out without a food, good food. They had salmon tacos. I don't know, I ain't never had a salmon taco before, you know what I'm saying? Um, brought me the chips and dip, all that, the full little Mexican restaurant experience. Um, boy, them, them Johns was hit. I mean, they was, they was a little strong. That mango was the strongest. The mango is the strongest. I can vouch for that. Cause like, she drank her mango first, right? And she was like, whoa. I was like, eh. Relax. And then I had drunk my first one, the blueberry. It was slight. It was slight. I ain't gonna lie to you. 
Then I had the, uh, I had the mango one. Yeah, it took me a little minute to finish that because it was kind of crazy. I ain't gonna lie to you. It was, I don't know what they put in the mango one, but it was kind of crazy. But yeah, but unfortunately, ha ha, your boy got in there while they were still having them. I don't know if they're, they're no longer on the menu. Um, something about like packaging. I mean, they're really just, the margaritas they serve, they literally just put them in the Patron thing and put them on a tower. Like, I know it seems dope, like, uh, but in the day, you can just order a margarita and probably get a bigger, I saw a bigger margarita, like somebody ordered than the Patron bottles. I, I know the presentation looks cute and we want that, but the margaritas gonna hit just the same. Uh, so I would still suggest to go, they still got good food. They, it's still at Fells Point. Uh, I would get a reservation, cause we had to wait for like 20 minutes for like two people. Kind of crazy, and it was a Sunday, so I can imagine it was a Friday night or Saturday night. But um, yeah, I would still go. Get the mango jump if you want to get a little lit. Uh, and yeah, Chilangos in Baltimore, Fells Point. Pun y'all on now. I gotcha, I gotcha, bro. But yeah, they're no longer serving those, so I got mine just in time. Yes, sir. And uh, my final thing, question of the day, it's really not questions no more, I'm just talking. Um, I got accepted to grad school today, yay. We love to see it, um, multimedia, multimedia journalism program. Here at VCU still, all online, all asynchronous. So I don't gotta, I don't gotta pop in a Zoom. I don't gotta sit up to lecture. I can just assignments, turn them in, be where I want, do what I want, and get my master's in one year. Now, I'm gonna have, have to be in school, taking graduate level classes, asynchronous, which is probably gonna be hard, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, it sounds good, like I can be just free and do what I want, but 600 level classes, asynchronous, is probably kinda crazy. But, um, it's only one year, summer. Fall, spring, summer. Done. Run me my master's. You know what I'm saying? Uh, two classes each summer. The hard part is going to be the three, the three classes in between. Uh, it is what it is, bro. It is what it is, man. I'm just trying to get my master's. I'm trying to level up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to everybody on Twitter who's showing me love. Appreciate y'all. Um, it's just the beginning, man. Uh, hopefully, it's the beginning of a long journalism. Oh, sorry. Journalism career. Hopefully me recording this in my room, in my dorm, will lead to me being in front of cameras every day. My own sports talk show, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's the goal. We're gonna keep striving for greatness to get there. But uh, I think I'm gonna wrap this thing up. Uh, this has been episode 38, Aaron Nair Podcast. I'm your host, Navi Nair. We all have bad takes. Why not listen to mine? Damn, but I was just up like last winter for the pain I pushed it aside I can't win the alert, can't pull up my signal like can't tell So I can't fuck with him Cause I'm all about business It ain't hard to be a sinner But it is a big winner So I can't pull up my